Hello everybody, welcome to the second episode of the Science and Techish podcast. It's uh, Giovanni again and I'm here with Nicola. Hello. And, and Johanna, that is, uh, he's still just a voice in our head. Yes, yes, I don't actually exist. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the AI speaking with us. Mm. It's and a today, self-learning AI. Yeah, he learned pretty well, actually. Uh, well, yeah, sure. <laughs> so today we are gonna try to speak a little bit about computers in general. What do we do with uh, computers, and uh, what, why do we use them? And then let's see how that conversation goes, because well, we are still trying to freestyle this a little bit at the beginning. So we are still benchmarking this. Yeah. But maybe that's something interesting is going to come out. Yeah, one day we will be famous. Yeah, one day. When you, someone will see your face. We only show the face of Johanna when we get 100,000 subscribers. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yes. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be the prize for... Yeah, face reveal. <laughs> <laughs> or something else. Yeah, yeah. Just let's keep it simple. Face, yeah. face only. Yeah, face only. <laughs> Okay, well, well <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's not continue this. <laughs> nope. Okay. Well, what about uh, since, uh, well, Johanna works really making stuff for computers. Mm -hmm. Why do you, don't you start and say, tell us about your computer life. In introduce us to the digital life world. And we lost Johan. And we lost him. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good start. So, um, yeah, what I personally noticed is that um, there's two kinds of, well, more than two kinds of, but two kinds of problems that, that I uh, personally every day sort of have to solve. Uh, one of those is doing some computations, so trying to calculate something. And the other one it is um, trying to find sorts of a way uh, inside a game engine to solve a problem. So since I'm a game programmer um, and since I have since I have a background in physics and astronomy, I really enjoy uh, computing stuff. I really enjoy uh, making computations with computers. That's that's something. Uh, that I find, find very rewarding when I actually succeed in it. And that's something that I really like to do. Uh, the other part, which is sort of um, when you're working with an engine which has lots of parts and you can't just sort of write uh, willy-nilly things here and then something there, you actually have to um, sort of navigate how how that engine is built. You have to You have to use the correct parts for correct things. That is... That is a problem-solving kind of thing that I don't like. Uh, what I'm trying to explain is that if you have, for example, a logging system, but you can't access it from this function or this class or this object, you have to try to somehow find a way to actually do it and uh, in a fast manner. So I, I find that I have to spend lots and lots of time to trying to solve the uh, trying to even get to the point where I can start solving the problem. Okay, that, maybe that, 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 
that's well, something should, that I you should explain what are you speaking about an engine what what, what is that uh, a game engine is it's basically the background program that runs uh, the game so game engine handles everything that you can do with a game it handles all the physics computations it handles rendering it handles your input it handles uh, player interaction uh, with uh, between each other and between player and the game world uh, it basically runs for it, it it could be comparable to an operating system so game engine is the operating system of the game okay. so in the same sense that's for example uh, Mozilla Firefox or uh, Google Chrome or these are running on an on some some um, some operating system in the same same way games are running on an engine okay and, good and these engines can be unreal engine or unity or self-made engine even your own There's engine of, yeah, yeah they're different different lot, lot of different engines. so yeah i um what i tried to say is that i enjoy solving problems but i don't enjoy uh getting to the point where i can start solving the problem that is annoying <laughs> The beginning is the annoying so, part. So you you want to work without any problems? <laughs> <laughs> yes. In a perfect engine, software mm. engine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah environment. Exactly. That's cool. Exactly. Right. Okay. Well, I then we go. Probably... Yeah. 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 You can continue. From the right to the left. Well, my right to the left. So I go to the well, center. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably I'm gonna probably ask questions because I'm very curious how how's the process to write down a game. I mean. I, I might understand how to script a game, like you can script anything, movies, stories, whatever. But how? from where do you start from the scratch? Like, I want to start making a game. What, what, what is the first steps of the fabrication process, so to speak? Well, um, it certainly depends on what, what kind of person you are and what do you enjoy. Um, for example, you don't even need uh, anything. You don't even need electricity for games. Games have been mm -hmm. there long, long before technology. So you're right. if you're a person who enjoys, uh, for example, card games or social games, you can that that's you can already start with that. Uh, mm -hmm. Basically, you need a pen and a paper, and that's it. Then you can start coming up with ideas, and then trying to. Uh, uh, demo or or uh, try t test those ideas. For example, a card game could be um, okay. You have black cards and you have red cards, and then you have numbers in them. Oh wait, hey, let's add these two different uh, types of red cards and two different types of black cards. Okay, and let's put these numbers. Okay, and let's see. So I mean, um, it's a this sort of logical problem solving, and then you really have to test it a lot to find out if it's fun but on the other hand if you want to want to make an actually uh, a computer game um, I would say this is a very boring answer uh, but I mean seriously you should just go to uh, I don't know unity unity's website or download the unity engine and start going through the tutorials that's that's probably the easiest way Oh, okay. If you want a more in-depth answer, 
um, what are games made of that's going to need uh, a separate episode, I think. <laughs> also depends it, it, what uh, what do you want to do in a in a game. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, do you need do you need physics simulations or not? Yeah. Do, do you, you want, want to do the graphics? Do you want to do the gameplay? Do you want to do the yeah, coding? Yeah. I yeah. think this is very fascinating. That I mean, this I mean, gaming, uh, computer games, the whole industry. It's like the touching point between technology from one side. But also art on the other side. Like you need to be creative, and you need to know what you're doing. Like okay, what is fun? What what, what why a game is fun? Why a gameplay is fun? Why, why do I need to click red buttons rather than the black ones to to win something? Like to get points? I mean, all these mechanics behind is something that there's not technology about it. In my opinion, maybe maybe I'm wrong, but it just comes from people minds like hey i have this idea maybe this is fun to do mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and yeah. this is something that it's really really fascinates me and i'm not sure if if i if i were like a software engineer i would probably would never have this you know fantasy imagination to create something maybe i would you know script write down codes <laughs> or build machines but and someone else it, makes the rest of the game it's I mean, very yeah. it's very hard i would say yeah, um, it's extremely hard to make a good, um, good game that is successful and yeah. so that that you can. It's um, it's extremely hard to live out of your game. But mm -hmm. it's uh, in the end, it, it's actually very easy to make a game because I think um, all all healthy human beings. By healthy, I mean that you you're not, for example. Uh, suffering from depression or or, or other other these kind of uh, illnesses, every healthy individual is capable of making a game because um, it's 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 all about um, trying to find something fun in something else. Uh, for example, in a I don't know um, when you were a kid, you were constantly coming up with games. You might yeah. not have thought about it then. But basically, you were, you were coming up with these small rules. For example, okay, now um, I'm going to I'm going to chase you. Uh, but if you reach that uh, tree before me, then you win. This is already <laughs> a game. So yeah, all of us are in in some sense have been at least uh, game designers, but you know, not professional, obviously. And you can put it to the next level. Then that that's a cool. That's a very cool answer. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's easy to make a game, but it's extremely difficult to make a profitable game or a game that you know someone, someone would actually. Play. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can make a game that you want to play, but then you have to find someone else that thinks the same, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's very interesting because I I wanted to see how many games I have in my Steam library. <laughs> no. <laughs> Where is it? Totals? Where should I write it? I mean, I have so many games in different platforms, and I, I, I didn't play all of them, of course. And if I start thinking how many people worked or pitched ideas for these games or features in this game, man, that's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And some of the go code bases um, in the engines 
code base basically means um, all the code related to the engine. Some of them can be, I don't know, millions of lines long. Oh, shit. Yeah, and there I might mean, be 200 cool. people working there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. And they have 266 games in, in Steam. <laughs> not, not, not that many. <laughs> Joe has... Joe probably has more than me. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can go to my profile and check. <laughs> it, it, it's a factor of two, maybe. I don't know. I'm going to check. Yeah, I'm might, might I have 400 or something that I yeah, don't even know. You... <laughs> Half of those I've never seen. <laughs> yeah, dude, you have 539 games. <laughs> Actually playing all the time, three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but the, from the next time, we're going to have this uh, game giveaway. Like you said, the first, the first podcast, so <laughs> we can start giving away some of those. Spoiler alerts. <laughs> yeah. I so you the, better tune. There is one uh, one thing that it's, uh, I, I think it's interesting to me at least that what, let's say, think, or if you can think three programs that you have in your computer and those programs that you really cannot use a computer without so if you get a new computer those are the three programs that you're 100% gonna put there <laughs> oh is that a question yeah depends on the uh, operating system but well let's say on, <laughs> let's say on windows okay pick one <laughs> okay 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 or all of them <laughs> well i have my three good go uh, Mozilla Firefox, yeah, that's uh, gonna be Spotify, yeah. and Steam. Okay, well, yeah, let's count. Okay, this Steam is taking away the one spot and Mozilla. <laughs> uh, okay, so what is the 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 one program that you can put in your computer after? <laughs> Sorry, after yeah, yeah, those. because of course Steam is gonna be there and Mozilla is gonna be there. So basically, okay, you remind okay. with one, <laughs> and the um, one is Spotify. Okay. Well, uh, sh should I pick more? I don't know. I was hoping for something interesting, but apparently this is... Uh... No, no, no. But, no what I need. but, you know, if you pick based on uh, frequency of use or time spent on, on, on a program, then, yeah, browser yeah, software kind of are... <laughs> they are... They are winning at the moment. <laughs> but, you know, beside the, the normal operative programs, I, I say Discord. Yeah, because, because we're, we are using it now, so... Because yeah. I talk to you guys, and, and every time we play, we always use Discord. I mean, I think I have more digital friends than real life friends at this moment <laughs> in my life. So, <laughs> so this is the the tool to reach them out. But beside that, uh, I would say probably my overclocking software. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's the first things I install when when I when I, when I boot up freshly my Windows. The first thing is, you know, when you have like fresh computers, no memory use whatsoever, you just want to start your overclocking to push it to the limits and see if it's <laughs> right <working>. away. <laughs> push it to the limits. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Ah, you think you're gonna get uh, some slowdown time now? <laughs> yeah. Which it's remarkably it's CPU Z, which is uh, very interesting, and GPU Z to me. As softwares as well. Hmm. So Intel Joe, Extreme. Which are your? Uh, well, your... we we already went through 
<laughs> when you when you play <laughs> games on your computer, you need uh, Steam and whatever else yeah. other uh, platform to yeah. have your games. Yeah. Then, but <laughs> you need the browser, you need Discord. Well, you need Telegram, maybe also. That's I kind of like it to have it over there. You can still use your browser page, Telegram. Yeah, yeah, you don't really. Also, Discord <laughs> actually, you can use your browser for Discord that's if true. you really want. That's to. true. That's true. Uh, now I cannot go and check what the program I have because I'm recording this. So. So uh, we should turn this into an optimizing problem. Uh, which are the programs that you definitely, definitely need? Because we've already est established that you don't need Discord or uh, Telegram if you have browser. Yeah, well, you don't need a browser because you have one. Okay. So, okay, well, actually, uh, probably you wouldn't need anything else except uh, the command prompt. Yeah, yeah. If you want to be our code, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But you need something to run on that, so... Well, we I, should, I, I will, yeah, okay, yeah. We should have a challenge like do not use your computer with mouse keyboard on well mouse what keyboard, keyboard you need <laughs> only only with a via the prompt that's actually mostly what i do with the ubuntu but yeah in windows um, not windows. the best yeah windows it's a lot easier to use mouse basically all the time it's crazy i mean the first version of operating systems commercial operating systems i mean you could still use some of the prompt i remember ms dos for example on windows 95 or 98 3.1 yeah also that one of course Good actually to, to boot to start a program you had to go for it, like where the program dash all the address and then execute press <laughs> Then it would boot up and then still you would code <laughs> commands to use it. That was, that, was, that was fun actually. Now Nowadays, like, everything is an interface. Everything so, is yeah. easy now. Except in, we... uh, except in Ubuntu, it's still... Uh, many of the things are so much easier to do on, on um, command line. So much easier. Yeah. That's a nerd but... operative system when you really yeah. enjoy your nerd for, skills. For real... Real coders. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it is. It's it's um sort of. I I think. I mean, it has a cult value as well. I mean, obviously, you seem seem uh, super cool if you know that that kind of stuff nowadays when nerds are cool. But um, it has some actual benefits over Windows as well. First of all, it's it's free. Uh, second of all. It's super easy to control other program, uh, sorry, computers, sort of on the same network. So if you have like a server uh, computer yeah. or um, super uh, computer, yeah. or it's whatever. gonna run on Linux where Unix. Okay. The... Mm, yeah, yeah, and so it's basically the same thing as uh, controlling your own computer, but a computer that is somewhere, let's say, kilometers or even thousands of kilometers away. You can just do the whole, the whole thing on the command line. All right, cool. What's the? I have a question for you, Anna. Uh, what's what's the, the the language you program or you use commonly? I mean, most commonly, and what's uh, the most difficult one that you have used, in your opinion? The one that I well, I most commonly use two ones, which are C plus plus and Python. Mm -hmm. um, so those, wait, wait, wait! Uh, I have to stop you here one second. Uh, let always uh, just what is a programming language very quickly, just so that uh, nice. someone doesn't know. 
than they know. Well, that's difficult, very difficult. No, very question. quickly, come on, what is it? Uh, well, <laughs> you can... You can um, it's, it's a logical set of rules, much like a spoken language, and you can write little programs. Um, the, the very basic one is always called Hello World. Yeah. So your, your first task is to write a program that prints out Hello World. So basically you, you, you give it some instructions and then you try to turn it into a program by, by a thing called compiler if it's a... Yeah, and so that is just a, basically a language that you use to speak, to tell to a computer what to do. Well, yes, yes. Yeah. yes. And a compiler is just uh, what it actually takes your language and translate it to the computer language that nobody yeah. can speak but a computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, translates high high level languages to lower level languages and yeah. does a bunch of other things, for example, optimizations. If you write shitty code, you can sometimes rely that the compiler actually makes it good. Well, that's convenient. <laughs> you hope so. <laughs> yeah. And that's, how, and that's how Skynet was born. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, I have some optimization in this code. <laughs> Done, and now you have Terminator. Well, anyway, to answer the question, I use C++ and Python for mm -hmm. different needs. Python is a scripting language, and it's very fast to do different kinds of things with it. Uh, C++, uh, uh, again, about Python, it's... um. It's a dynamic, dynamically typed language, which which means you don't have to actually compile it. That that's that's sort of the difference. You you can just write it, and then uh, immediately the same file where you write the things, you can try to run it. Whereas in compilable languages, static, statically typed languages like C plus plus, you have to write uh, the actual code into a file. And then you have to compile that file into a program, and then you run that program. Um, okay. So the C++ and the Python, where do you use the, those? Like it's more for a like uh, uh, game development or for more research well, uh, purposes? Um, which... C++ is, well, actually they both work for both. Because okay. um, I would say the uh, I would say most of uh, game engines are written in C++. I don't have any any data on this, but I, I'm fairly confident that's true. Yeah, at least most. Yeah, yeah, probably most. No, obviously not all of them, but probably most. And then you can also use it for scientific computing because it's it's overall very fast and very versatile. Um, and lots of lots of old scientific code is written in C, uh, and C++ and C are fully compatible, or rather. You can run C pro uh, C programs in C plus plus, but not not the other way around. So one is the evolution of the other. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then Python is something that you can also use, and it's very very uh, much used by the scientific community nowadays. Also, extremely um, used in in web page develop development, uh, but also it can be used for. You can actually even uh, create a complete game only using Python. Um, and just a side note here that Python is actually written in C. So, okay, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, to make to make things more confusing. And what about Java? So you, you use a language to, <laughs> to write, write a language. another language. <laughs> I heard you like language. 
<laughs> yeah, that is that is what what I did. well not in the same way as well. Um, okay, I uh, I wrote a I wrote a Python script that writes a C plus plus program, but I uh, Python is written in C, which means that it's basically a program. It's a C program that runs uh, to say it simply, <laughs> and then you can because uh, different languages have different syntax in the same way as. Uh, spoken languages have different syntax, so English does has a very different syntax to Italian or Finnish or German or Japanese or whatever. Yeah, you can say the same things, but you basically have to say them in different ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sort of sometimes you can't say the exact same thing. Yeah, of so, course. So if we all had the same compiler, but it doesn't matter which language you speak, right? But the compiler is for the code. Yeah, oh. yeah the, the compiler is only... Um, only compiles one language. Well, but at the end, what comes out for the compiler, that should be uh, the same thing because it goes to the machine and the machine always does the operation in the same way. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, just to put it simply, yes. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's not go to the complicated. Can you explain it complicated? Then you, you can go. Otherwise, we well, keep it simple. I, I can't go deep into the complicated things, but the but the um, the compiler um, writes it in uh, assembly, okay, and which is machine code. And then under machine codes, there are still uh, different layers, uh, micro programs, which are yeah. programs that are actually run by the specific components. And that and is they... into the in the CPU and like, uh... yeah. Yeah. Uh, and though, though that's the extent of my <laughs> deep knowledge in this area. Yeah, the, yeah, but the micro that the micro code is usually something that is off the CPU, and you don't write that. That comes yeah. with the CPU, and then you just have to speak with that. That speaks with mm -hmm. the CPU. But that that's that's hardware embedded. That's how hardware works. Yeah, but you can yeah. you can actually uh, that's really software. You can update that if you want to. It's, yeah, uh, like, it's I not suppose, like uh, yeah. it can be into the hardware. Then you have. Mm more like a simple let's say simpler it's controllers hard, and then hardwired anymore is yeah it? well the in well i guess in many like uh, controllers it is because they need to do that one thing but mm. a generic oh, yeah. cpu of course needs to do so many different things so you need a code that you can change and then you can speak with yeah okay and what about uh java for example or what do you think about that? Since it's so famous I, nowadays, I don't, I don't, you don't know I don't anything. Like, I don't like Java. Okay. It's uh, I don't know. For some reason, it's in my opinion, it's it's pretty ugly. <laughs> it's uh, a yeah. object-oriented language, much like C plus plus. Um, but I, I don't also have lots of experience with it. So, some some of the um, dislike comes from the lack of experience. But yeah, it's, it's not. I would say it's not as fast uh, in uh, like very pure computational problems. It's not as fast as C plus plus. Um, I don't know. I Maybe easier know. to to write. I have no idea. Um, I well, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Maybe it's slightly more user friendly. But if you want to, if you want to start with a user friendly language, then I would suggest Python because you can make amazing things with just one line okay yeah, you don't you don't so have to worry everybody about if you want to get into programming you start with that 
yeah python is very easy and uh, python is also very uh language like uh, sort of written language like that you use lots of uh, actual words instead of symbols which can be very very confusing and are very confusing in the beginning okay that's nice to know and everybody should know a little bit of programming in their life so they can mm -hmm. speak with their computer in a way yeah yeah and it's also because that's that's how our world is run by by yeah, programs by, by yeah, computers that, that is true so we go back to the terminator <laughs> I coded something. I remember. I mean, during my university experience, I I use a lot MATLAB and LabVIEW. Mm. That that was the only two experiences I had about coding, if you can call that coding. Yeah, but it's, MATLAB. Yeah. MATLAB is more coding. LabVIEW also. Well, it's more like graphical. I would say. Yeah. You know? Like it's virtual very, instrument. It's very high something. level. Yeah. Uh... Python is, actually, Python is actually, or especially the numerical Python, NumPy. There's lots of lots of uh, lots and lots of uh, packages in in Python, but numerical Python is very similar to MATLAB. Um, okay. And if you combine it with a matplotlib, uh, Python plot, um, you can do basically all the same things with almost almost the same syntax. And basically, so, what so, this MATLAB mostly used for, just so it's a matrix laboratory MATLAB. It's used for scientific computation and uh, data analysis. Drawing. Yeah, and drawing yeah. Yeah. plots. That was fun. Oh yeah, well, LaTeX. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that, that is a fun one. LaTeX. <laughs> that that I don't use. Okay, but uh... I wrote my thesis in LaTeX. That was, I, that was it's that it's was fun. It's it's amazing how beautiful things you can do with it, but it's also amazing how extremely frustrating it can oh, be. Oh yes. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. When it it was oh this is the perfect I mean I'm gonna write the perfect book ever. It was <laughs> everything was tidy, neat, everything was cool. Then you wanna add one picture, just one <laughs> in that specific spot of the you know, of the your whatever sheet or format yeah, yeah you, you you could screw up everything and then everything was oh, frustrating you could never understand what the problem <laughs> is exactly, exactly so wait because this latex is something that maybe nobody knows if you're not into the real scientific community maybe and uh it's I, I basically think... first, uh, first of all first of all i think it's pronounced latex not latex yeah well, latex yeah, is much funnier name no <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah please continue yeah, so basically everybody knows Word. It's a word processor. You write your text, you take a picture, you throw it in there, you change the shape, put it wherever you want, screw it up all the time because that's how Word works. Never put a picture where you want it. That's how the world works. Yes, and Word, it's of course based on that. Mm -hmm. uh, but this uh, LaTeX, it's basically you code your page. So if you want to give a text size 10 instead of size 9, make it bigger, you just have to code something. And mm. then everything you want to do to the text, basically you have to code it. So in and way, actually, it's... actually, it's an interesting uh, parallel to programming languages. If, if someone has experience in LaTeX but doesn't 
have any experience in any uh, statically static um, excuse me statically typed languages like C++ that I mentioned um, you can you can think of the process as the same you write some code uh, then you have to compile it and out comes either a program or a PDF yeah or you have an you have inputs and then you have an output. Yeah, and in between you have a black box that's that, that yeah, exactly. yeah, that's everything in computing. Uh, there is a black box that does the magic. <laughs> uh, actually, one day at work, um, we use this Hansoft um, managing tool where you can write tasks and then give these tasks to someone, someone to do, and then they do it, and they can either pass the task uh, forward or mark it as completed. So it's basically a project management uh, software. I, I got a task where sort of the um, the point was to add a file into a into a game build and the description was basically here's the file do some magic. <laughs> did you do the That's, magic? I I did the magic. <laughs> okay, good. Well, it wasn't too difficult. We played your game sometimes and uh, we were trying to find the bugs but uh, we couldn't find very many. I and found yeah. extensively many bugs. Okay, but you you know where to look for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or how to trigger them. Yeah. <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> there are no bugs, there are features. Yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. It's a feature if your um, input is completely sort of... I mean, the game doesn't listen to your input anymore. It's a feature. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. like this is to make it harder. Mm. I remember 90s game. I mean, they they would release their you know, games on CD CD ROMs as like a physical you know platform you, you use it on your computer. So you, there was no updates. <laughs> so you would just install the game, play the games, and you know if there was a glitch or a bug, oh yeah, that was part of the game. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. forever. Well, until <laughs> something got patched, okay, maybe six yeah. months later. <laughs> yeah, but if you had like an internet connection, yeah, otherwise, I, I, oh, I'm oh. talking about, you know, er, early yeah. 90s game. I didn't have like internet connection, maybe I did, but yeah, no. I don't know. Yeah. You didn't have like this, whatever distribution of patches, that, yeah, no. unless you were yeah. going, going for it. But uh, that was so fun. I, I remember <laughs> playing so many games and then using, I mean, Exploit the the, the 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 bug and the glitch to for my you know advantage. Also mm -hmm. because when you were young, the games were so difficult. <laughs> yeah, mostly because you have no idea what what you're supposed to do. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Maybe they were in English and then you were still an idiot not knowing English very well. So yeah, that well English in, it was taught by video games basically. For me, yeah, uh, it was Warhammer. But yeah. <laughs> which video <Nice>. games? <laughs> No, no, not a video game. Ah, Warhammer. The, ah, the, the board game. Table, okay. Table, yeah. Where you learn English. Yeah, yeah. Well, we I had mean. it in Italian, so here you go. <laughs> that's a, a good thing. Oh, shit, come this fucking chair. <laughs> <laughs> I remember in the 2000s, uh, when you already had internet co connections and patches uh, were sort of available. Nothing like Steam yet, but for example, this site called megagames.com. Uh, was that was my go-to site for well for two things for uh, patches for the games and also for the cracks 
Oh. Uh, those that you can use uh, when you oh. have, uh, yeah. when, when you, you don't want to play with the yeah. CD-ROM in your computer, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you only yeah, have the course. legal copies. You, you bought the CD-ROM, but you lost it, for example. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, no, no CD crack. Yeah, yeah, because because um, my smaller brother broke it or something. Oh yeah. wait, I'm the biggest one. Uh, well, my bigger brother. <laughs> the, do the dog or, eat it. Yeah, yeah. For those, and and then you had these. Um, it was this. Uh, secret knowledge, hidden knowledge that uh, never don't don't download the uh, 1.03 for this game because it, it breaks it, and then you can't install 1.05. But you should install 1.05, and after that, 1.13 or something. <laughs> so <Yeah>. don't <laughs> install these patches, but not those because those make your characters shittier or whatever. Well, I if we are going this, then we have to speak about uh, cheat codes in video games because those are really mm -hmm. missed. Then you're playing StarCraft and you're a young guy and you don't really know how to play and it's very difficult and then you're like, oh, wait a second, if I put some uh, code in there, I get free money and then I get free units and then yeah. I can finally win. <laughs> now it's not it's not che like that anymore. Cheats are gone. I mean, yeah. I, I, I haven't seen them, like, I haven't seen people using cheats in single-player games, of course. Yeah. <laughs> a multiplayer game. That's all. A multiplayer, <laughs> yeah, they cheat, but you know, there's a purpose on that. But uh, on, on single player, it's for the fun. I, I miss cheating because that was fun. I yeah. remember, I remember Age of Empires. Oh, you yes. know, spawning like a huge big daddy car, <laughs> <laughs> throwing kick-ass bombs and uh, destroying everything. Like that was so freaking weird. Or the photo man shit. That was even weirder. That you have this like futuristic soldier. <laughs> Shooting laser from super far away from that. Nah, that was so weird. But it was fun. Now, now that you mentioned it, I I had this flashback because um I had two brothers and we had to share a PlayStation One. Oh. <laughs> our our father built because we lived in different rooms. Our uh -huh. father built uh this wooden sort of trolley where where there's a small TV like I don't know 15 inches TV, and then under it <laughs> cool. there's a there's a compartment for the PlayStation 1, and then under there, there's a compartment, individual slots for PlayStation 1 games. And he, he actually built the whole thing. Nice. nice. And then under, under there, we had uh, room for papers, and obviously we had uh, lots of um, all, all the printed out uh, code papers there. And I remember for GTA 2, there's these three codes that we most use, which were no name, uh, big money and high felony. <laughs> I, I think no name gave you all the weapons. Uh, big money gave you, I think, one million dollars or something, and high felony gave you five stars of uh, yeah, cops. for the destruction right away. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the same as show me the money in StarCraft. <laughs> show me the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, yeah. Good times. Yeah. Yeah, good times indeed. Now so, there is uh, all this multiplayer and, well, it's actually quite nice because we can, uh, at least for me, and it's uh, really nice to keep playing with friends that are not living in the same mm -hmm. place where I live. Yeah, um, I agree. Like with Nicola, we can play game together, speak, do all these things. When we were, we were young, well, you could call to the house of your friend. Mm -hmm. And then your the mom is like, oh, hey, here's my friend home. 
Can he come to play or can I come to play to you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, there was this. Mm, okay, only one more, one more story. The the member <laughs> section. And the yeah, member yeah, yeah. section. When we were young, uh, section. Um, so I had this new uh, awesome game that needed a DVD uh, player. Oh no, what do you call it? DVD, DVD player. Yeah. Player. Okay. Yeah. DVD player. Um, but our computer didn't have it. But our computer was better than my French computer, but they had the DVD player. <laughs> so we had this dilemma because it barely ran on their computer. Uh, but I, I think uh, in hindsight, we should have uh, removed the DVD player from their computer and then attached it to ours. <laughs> yeah, but you're was, young, so maybe it's yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, it's super scary to do that kind of thing. Ooh, 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 then, oh, you just made me remember. Oh, this is so great. So... Uh, <laughs> Again, my father was into the computer all the time, so we always had pretty nice computer at home. But this one time, friend of mine bought a new computer, like a really new computer. And at the same time, the alpha build of Doom 3 leaked. Oh. So you could download this alpha build that was just a tiny part of a map with a small cutscene. Mm -hmm. And the graphic of that game at that time was just epic mind-blowing and we went to his house because his computer was much better than mine and then we played this tiny thing it probably took all the afternoon to make it work because of course it was not meant to be played and we were yeah. young and stupid and then you're blown away by this it's like oh my god how is this possible the graphics and <laughs> that's something that doesn't really happen anymore i mean the graphics are so good and we are maybe okay maybe it's us we are so used and we saw the graphic evolving that we are like yeah that's of course this is better than last year but at that time there was pretty incredible stuff i think yeah. i think we, we we lived in very interesting times because we we see we, we we witnessed this happening like every year gamings and games will be better and better like more realistic, more graphics, more physics involved, more particles. And this is actually very nice. I, I'm playing now Hellblade, as I was speaking to you earlier before the podcast. And it's incredible, the pictures and the, the how to say, the mimic of yeah, the character. The facial expression, really. Yeah. It, it blows you away. It's amazing, in my opinion. It's really I I don't I don't think it's too much realistics because yeah uh but the 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 models and the shapes are super good the colors and everything it's it's amazing to play in a, in a in a widescreen and uh, monitor. and the that video game is also quite a nice example of something that video games can be something more than just oh yeah play games in the evening it's yeah. uh, actually really trying to show some uh, since the protagonist of the game uh, she has uh, schizophrenia so you actually hear the voices in your head well in your headphones in this case but she heard but you also heard hear them the same as her and really it's all this travel into the craziness of her while she tried to understand what's going on and okay, if you have a computer and you're into gaming yeah okay you should really play hellblade because it's not only a game it's really really good it's experience a... yeah of understanding really. what someone with schizophrenia could actually feel 
in real life because it's really this is done really with doctors telling and it's mm. well researched it's not just oh yeah it's a game what the fuck some, some years ago i i have to agree on the on the thing that it's very good time to be alive because some years ago my my friend who is extremely into uh space um space engineering and and uh, space related technology uh and he was sort of bitter about about the fact that he's born at this time because like he said it where is my moon landing yeah <laughs> yeah but i mean uh, nowadays spacex is is uh going forward with that so he might get you know satisfaction um but for a person who is interested in um virtual reality or or um gra graphics or games or overall these kinds of these kinds of technology it's an extremely good uh, time to be alive because uh, at this point we have already been living for the past let's say 15 years and who knows how long from from this point on uh, sort of yeah already in the future um oh, oh everything new and everything cool that you see is sort of like uh like a wet dream of a science fiction writer from the <laughs> from the 60s or 50s or 70s oh yeah yeah. And, and and sort of all all those things that seemed so cool but also utterly unrealistic um are starting to be closer and closer to yeah now possible. now now today seems like everything can be real i mean you, we can make anything mm -hmm. that we've seen movies in stories yeah pictures, we we can actually make it and we make something that is was not even in there imagination before like a smartphone nobody ever thought that that i mean mm -hmm. what, it's a computer like that small doesn't exist in the 70s mm -hmm. they yeah, could not yeah. ever imagine that yeah but, exactly, then, exactly. <laughs> but for some reason nowadays everybody in the future they have transparent smartphones like why <laughs> would you want a screen <laughs> where you can see through a screen yeah, like, exactly. what is the point of a transparent smartphone like <laughs> seriously <laughs> why would you see you... your hand under a picture you're seeing like what yeah yeah if you go yeah, to is... reddit or wherever do you actually want people to around you see what you're looking at yeah <laughs> that that would be weird like staring somewhere with your phone like this yeah but then you can <laughs> still see the person <laughs> But we see what that's you see actually, also a little bit. That's actually very weird. Well, it's actually very nice if the people now just right walking in the the in the road with a small smartphone. At least they see where they are going and don't bump into each, each other. Yeah. yeah. But that's a good point. Okay. But this that's is still, I still that's quite stupid. Let's go in that direction anyway. <laughs> that's, but that's I, I, I have to I have to say that. Um, I think one one thing that games have actually given us in in the in the future is is um, head head up displays because oh, yeah, uh, those yeah. have those have been I mean actually I don't know maybe head up displays have been sort of in reality like maybe years ago already I have no idea uh, in some very specific uh, scenarios but in games they have been designed for so many uh, different situations and for so many different. Uh, applications uh, that's you have ev sort of everyone who has ever played a game with a heads-up display and heads-up display if you don't know what that is that's basically the thing uh, the UI on your uh, game screen that tells you how many bullets you have or how much mana or what the time is or where's the map and, and I mean where are you are on the map and so on so 
um, that's something that I'm personally very much uh, uh, looking forward to because um, if I want to know what time is it, I would be very glad to sort of just see the time instead of trying to find. Yeah, the clock. that that would be super cool, actually. Well, not only the time, like having. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So so many heart rate. Stuff like that, you know, you, you can actually choose, like you have like an implant in your eyes, you can actually choose the the mode that you want to use it, like for example, yeah. sport mode, mm -hmm. you have like your heartbeat, your whatever, uh, oxygen level in your blood, stuff like that. Now I have something that, uh, this is the, like the Google Glass and this kind of uh, ideas, basically augmented reality kind of thing. And uh, you just imagine conversation nowadays, in a you in, in a club or well in a club it's somewhere in a table and you're out with your friends and then someone is writing in the phone okay but just to imagine that everybody's having these stupid uh, glasses with the heads up display and watching their own shit and writing to other people and then you're like four in a table everybody watching their own things and mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. i don't think that uh, <laughs> you cannot even know that they are doing that because this in the phone you can see. yeah I, I i think that's that's uh problem of of people using technology not not the problem of the technology because that all yeah, yeah no, of course i would just imagine what funny situation <laughs> yeah. could have come out of that yeah yeah but um sort of having more applications and i would be really um extremely interested in 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 many of these because i i don't think it would be i don't think it's science fiction to think that you could for example if you see your heart rate why don't you see more uh, health-related information if you actually want to see it. So obviously not always on the screen, but something Indeed, that you yeah. can enable. So it probably would be very easy to have... Well, I mean, at that point, you might even have an AI like in Iron Man. I don't remember the name of the AI, but anyway, that kind of AI, but um, even smaller, not really AI kind of things, but very specific, uh, uh, let's say... Uh, webs or, or sorry networks neural networks that's for example can estimate or um, sort of predict if you're having a heart attack soon so if your yeah. body is starting to react and in in five seconds or in ten seconds you're going to have a heart attack they can already contact someone or or you know that's the direction all this health thing is going that's where where we're happening i mean with the internet of things iot's being deployed mm -hmm more and more every year that's where we are going actually um, yeah yeah not, i mean it, not it even so much time i would imagine yeah it has a very dark side as well but but all, also the it's <laughs> people very often uh, just uh think about the you know governments this and technology companies this and so on so on yes it is very true and and we should think about those but they they forget to think about how fucking cool it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. you need to have the privacy concern, of course, at the beginning before you start doing this. Mm -hmm. But uh, exactly, exactly. Uh, you you see the benefit, but you think about the risks. You want to be yeah. sure, like that. You know. Well, you know, you, you need to wait. What is the pros and cons? I mean, if you if you want to have like a live healthcare rather than oh, I, I feel sick and then I go to the doctor, like. I've been treated when I have the problems other than not being treated and try to avoid the problems. That's two different things, two different approach, right? Yeah, so yeah. if you could detect in live time, in real time, that parameters, biological parameters in your, in your system, in your 
your body, they are going out of certain specifications, then there's a trigger saying, hey, you probably need to get it, check this out. Or your doctor is is actually calling you, hey, you, you are being called for this examination, for example. Mm -hmm. So the, the view of future healthcare is going to be like that. I mean, the doctors are not going to be the doctors that we are used to see them nowadays. It's going to be like more like a, yeah, a doctor, but uh, he will check on a computer, on, on computers, like the patients. So the patients will have be detected instantly if you have like parameters going off a, of a trend. Yeah, yeah. And, and you sort prevent, of basically, instead of just healing. Yeah, and, and so, sort of, if once you start getting this kind of data from, from our bodies, there's actually no need for you to go to a doctor. I mean, okay, in, in some situations, probably the... If of the course, doctor, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably the doctor might be, I mean, sort of the doctor's intuition, let's say, let's call it that. So mm -hmm. if you actually meet with a person, um, they they might be able to understand what's wrong with you better than from pure data. But, but still, I would imagine that data science and, and pure data is going to help a lot in, in the future in this kind of uh, situation. Yeah. So basically, uh, you're starting to have some kind of symptom it gets diagnosed and then you get a message that okay go any pharmacy anywhere or any place where you can get this and get this and you know take it Indeed. That's, it that's true and also this this uh, brings to mind um another thing that is very related to privacy and and um when something is free you are the product and so on so basically what all the companies nowadays want is is data so everyone wants data um, and it's sort of, it's hard for me to imagine um, a, a, um, let's see, let's see how, how, how can I explain this? It's hard, hard for me to imagine why, what would I actually, what would I benefit from not giving data to, for example, these kind of health institutions and whatever. I mean, it's, it's sort of, it annoys me that they make money off of my body in this sense that they gather data from my bodily functions and so on and they can use it to sell things and so on but i think this if you think about it in the other way i don't give them my data well i don't get anything and i actually now i get worse uh healthcare. so i i think this is probably going to have some sort of um deeper changes into our economy as well because it's sort of uh, nowadays you don't you don't pay for obviously you still pay for you know products and whatnot but but it's there, there are many things that you don't actually um i'm not i'm not selling anything or i'm not buying anything uh, i'm just uh letting you yeah. use yeah. information yeah. And in the sense of wearables uh when you buy something let's say that in the future there is some kind of a okay the problem here is going to be there is going to be some kind of a standard otherwise everybody has its own thing it's going to be a mess but beside that let's say that you buy something that measure all this function of your body all the sensors are there you're paying for the product so in this case i say here have have my money you keep the data somewhere where you need them because you need to analyze and then send them to the doctor okay you have the authorization all these things 
done properly and then the company just gets the money from me or there could be someone that doesn't pay for the product mm. and then the company can use the data as a, that's the payment like there might be a shift on this kind of privacy or like data like i want to control my data here's money for that since the company needs to pay for actually keeping your data and use the data analyze the data send the data so that's i pay actually, for that service if i don't want actually, to pay for that service well the company is going to make money somewhere else yeah that's actually a good point extremely good point or the there can be a, the of course the country health care is going to be taking care of some of the things but that's mm. just a little bit more complicated and it's going to take some more time i would imagine yeah yeah well you know big data anyway it's user ready every day like if you want to build a bridge or a street or you want to make, make a new city for example you're gonna need to make big to, to use big data to understand how to make it the most efficient way yeah okay. how the people move I mean, around and nowadays nowadays everything is so complicated to to build from scratch that it's not worth it it's just waste of time and resources so why not using models of for example on your phones to establish for example if one area is densely populated and what are the flows and you know fluxes of people coming in and out what's the, the best to optimize that you need big yeah. data out of it that that means that necessarily they, they they need to know that data a is you data b is me data c is yeah, you anonymous they data need collection that. exactly yeah, so yeah. data can be used in a very different and spread purposes so yeah yeah in, in this it, sense it's one thing to for example use as marketing things like they know you they know how to track you down they know what you do they know what you like and they they want to offer you something that you specifically require but they can be used also if you know beside healthcare but to build new new places yeah, as a research to build. like of course all this health thing could be using the research to have big data about yeah big yeah, population yeah, that, of it, course in, in this uh, city sense or city example that you mentioned, were basically just particles with, you know, speed and, uh, I mean, velocity and position, that's it. Yeah, that, you don't know who is what, know. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's well, the data the, they need. The, the concept of smart city is spreading now very fast. Uh, smart cities are, you know, those projects that aims to optimize efficiency in a, any urban environment. It can be from from energy to to whatever sewers or yeah, control wait, of traffic, yeah, yeah, waste and stuff yeah. like that. So understanding how population or uh, population of big data moves and behave, I mean, that is okay. You have the key answers to to build and make it better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's actually very important. I think this is something is gonna be is gonna be a feature of next century that everything is going to be every decision decision will always be more statistically statistically let's say proven rather than okay let's try and see yeah yeah but yeah, yeah scientifically now, based I mean, uh, decision in the anything we might yeah exactly we might not realize this but everything that we do now as human beings is being recorded so compared to 100 years ago that we could record only by document for example 
like writing down stuff like the king whatever took this land yeah. Yeah. that's it now actually you have data that you know everything that happened in a given moment we have satellites that can map the the, the earth in what 24 hours i have no idea but yeah but they can they map can, everything yeah they True. can map the whole fucking planet right every moment they can do it so we are taking screenshots of our life every day and this multiply for the next 100 years time you know how to do stuff mm -hmm. and make it and, better so improvement so it, and, and, it's like and, a scene and <laughs> even even process. from this even from this uh sort of <clears throat> low level data where you have for example only the gps of a person for let's say one one year if you know the let's say the age of the person you can already from that you can glean information for example does does this person go to a, a school or does it go to work basically where where they spend eight hours a day <laughs> yeah. during the yeah. working hours that's where they go so you can already sort of and from from this combining this with other sources of information you you can just start from gps and have shit loads of information on this one person and then the government is watching you and then you need your foil hat your team foil hat <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I, 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 yeah yeah I, I always have one i always go to sleep with it. yeah yeah next time we'll all ne have to never go never go without it <laughs> you have to hey you always yeah. use protection you never know who is watching you. Yeah, I mean, my ideas have copyrights. If yeah, steal my ideas, man. I'm out, of I'm out of business here. They, they, they have satellites. They are stealing your ideas from your brain. That's yeah. this is the only reason. I, I don't actually wear a tinfoil hat. I only think dirty thoughts. Oh yeah, you don't give them anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't give them. If I if I come up with a good idea, I, I pick it up with something extremely dirty. And what then, if I start thinking the wrong ideas, so they will the, get the <laughs> good ones? <laughs> Mind blowing. I mean, Johanna doesn't even show his face, so I, it's, exactly. he's really hardcore uh, in the conspiracy theory. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But we know your face, Johanna, so you're not safe. It's going to be interesting, you... though, the, the future, because I don't think the future will require us to take any decision, because... There's gonna be whatever a software, maybe a computer. Terminator. That yeah, it <laughs> eight hundred. Yeah. That it will decide what's the best of the best of building something based on data. Given, based on data and given any specific uh, to maximize or minimize any parameter. Of course, there can be some artistic input over there. Otherwise, it's a little bit like yeah. A, I mean, a that cube can... is the best shape. Uh, maybe an architect can disagree with <laughs> that, you. <laughs> yeah, that can be taken into account, of course, like aesthetics. Of yeah, course. well, it's yeah. a it's a mixture of data and what we want to do, actually, like in that sense. The, now this goes too very deeply into speculation. I have no idea what I'm talking about right now. But um, I'm going to say it anyway. Um, I, I think uh, in the future when it's going to reach that point where we sort of we have to do less decisions, um, we're either going to become as a species extremely stupid. I mean, we are already extre extremely stupid. Yeah, just imagine uh, how can we worse. Yeah, e even even more so. Uh, or 
there has to be less people and they sort of have to find new ways to sort of because i i would assume that making decisions is is one of those things that actually make us sort of intelligent i don't know if if that's the cause or the effect but you know making decisions yeah. do i go left do i go right do i do i stop here and eat do i go there and drink do i do this and blah 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 if we have to stop doing those because someone else is doing all of them for us we're basically going to become uh the fat asses from uh wall e yeah or, or you can around. make you can make decision <laughs> but then you have the data to support your decision so you actually have something you say okay i think this is the best way to do it and then you're like yeah yeah okay we watch the data and it's like no that's the shittiest way to do it mm. then you can decide uh, to do it yeah you can decide to do it but you you have now the data to say like a bridge that this, this shape is so much better than bridge on the other shape mm -hmm. for example yeah, 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 or whatever yeah. like yeah, 100 yeah, years ago they were like well i guess this worked the previous time maybe we do it the same but they maybe didn't know how to make it 100 times yeah. better Imagine, go ahead go ahead go ahead imagine living in a house where the house is feeding you like yeah. you you don't need to go grocery uh, to buy food or even to cook you have a house that it will detect your level of whatever nutrients that you, you require weekly and it will provide you food so we are the fat right? people of from wally yeah, I'm not saying getting get, getting fat. Yeah, no, of course. You cannot stop house eating knows, like yeah, a yeah. dog, but I'm saying that all the time spent your your like brain activity spent on thinking, oh, what should I eat, or oh, I need, mm -hmm. I need to cook. You can sp use it for something else. Okay, but now I stop you and and say, what are most of the people gonna use that time and brain activity? Well, we don't know yet, because... Will, will they do it in a smart be... way, or it's a stupid way, yeah. just waste the time and say, oh, yeah, let's, let's watch some TV, or... Well, that, that's the thing. You you wouldn't say, let's go and watch some TV in the 15th century. Now you say it. Yeah, so, yeah. let's see what happened in 50 years, yeah. For the same logic, in 100 years from now, you will, we will not say, hey, let's go watch some TV. Yeah. You will, will say something else. That maybe it's not as stupid as you think now it is. Yeah, maybe you say let's go to Mars this week. Yeah, let's yeah let let's create a new new species of something. Oh yeah, know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> let's create a new let, species. Let, <laughs> <that's fun>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not bad. <laughs> hey, hey, let's better test this, this DNA. I don't know. Let's whatever do something. <laughs> I mean, let's play God for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's let's uh, let's create an actually an uh, a natural organism, and then let's create a robot and make them fight. Yes. Yeah. Create two new species. I create my species. You create your species, and see which species is better. Yeah. <laughs> let's see. Like natural let's... Pokemon. Yeah. Let's see. Oh. If, let's see if if they mate and what comes out of it. <laughs> Not, not Pokemon Go, but actually maybe it's gonna be a thing. I don't know. <laughs> Hundred years, man, can be. I mean, exactly. we can we can kind of do it now already now. So exactly, maybe you never know. <laughs> remember, remember, the government is stealing your ideas. Yeah, yeah. So now they know all of this. <laughs> In hundred years, someone is gonna find this and say, ah, those people they knew. Yeah. The government stole their ideas. I we were freaky. I would make a thing with three legs and eight arms. <laughs> I don't know why. That's but it's very funny. unstable then. Eh, 
not not necessarily. Well, we will I mean. test 100 years, my friend. <laughs> yeah. We have to be still alive. Maybe they are going to be discover some way to people never die anymore. So we are so many and we are only going more and more and more. And yeah, not that uh, people are going to have a problem with that. <laughs> would it be a good time to good time to stop? Uh-huh, you want to Stop this no, no, uh, no, government no. to steal your ideas. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess well, that. <laughs> that, that that's, that's one reason. Another reason is that we're talking about uh, three-legged, eight-armed. Yeah, uh, I think so. that's the best way to know when uh, a podcast is reaching the end of, of its life. Yeah. <laughs> when we reach to that point, yeah. Yeah, it's that's, that's that point of the evening where we have to say, okay, <laughs> see you next week when we can start again from a yeah. serious start. <laughs> And then they degrade on to the, this level, and then you close the point. Oh, that's a good cycle of uh, of but, things. But nice, nice. I think this was it was fun. I yeah. like the, the very focus, uh, so. yeah, very relaxing um, and sort of inspiring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, there will go some serious talking at the beginning. That's good. Maybe we keep it, uh, you know, keep it some probably. serious shit, and then yeah, some probably, shit. Probably works better this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But we have to improve with time and uh yeah mm. i also got a telegram call during the podcast so sorry f for that next time i'm gonna have to close that <laughs> while we record this but yeah it's the second episode so and uh now we even have a twitter account oh we oh, do we yeah oh, we have we? and then you can go <laughs> and speak with us and follow us we post the podcast and that is okay. uh, at at sti podcast we will try to use it if you want to say something to us you five people that listen to this and uh, if you watch this until this point well why are you watching us until this point but that's nice thanks and uh, if you are listening maybe share it with your friends that's always nice and next time we're totally gonna have the video game contest through, through the video we are gonna show some codes from some video games Nice. Do you have anything else to say? Um, thank you and sorry. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> hey, they chose nobody. This is... They all told them to get to this far in the podcast. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So fuck it, fuck it. Okay, <laughs> you deserve it. Okay, good. So see you. This is fun. Maybe not next week, but I'm moving. We'll see. And sooner than you oh, expect. Yeah. Next episode. Bye bye. Don't forget your team foil hat. Yes. Bye. We're gonna wear our, bye -bye. ours. Uh...